Hey, little nigga. Hey, what's good? I'm just chilling in the neighborhood. What's cooking, niggas? It's Bill UJT Blue Jet, and I'm here to talk about sports, nigga. Sports. Sports. It's the third week, really the fourth week now of the preseason. And now that I feel like the entire classes, meaning draft classes, amongst freshmen and I would say more sophomore-ish, not full veteran classes, but the, the guys that we saw from last year, the guys we were seeing in this draft class this year, the guys that are moving all around, the pieces, you know, just moving all over the place. I want to talk about the black quarterback index, where they are now, what they're dealing with. Something that a lot of people don't talk about is the black quarterbacks, the black QB index. There are 10 black quarterbacks that I'm going to be focusing on that are of importance. I don't think I've been able to say that like ever. Five years ago, I I remember I I did like a podcast where I was just talking about like, oh, let me just point out all these black quarterbacks. I think it was like five at the time that, that were of notable, you know, stature. But other than that, you know, I was just like, but. Yeah, everybody else is either like super duper low on like depth charts or just getting cut before before the season begins. So I have ten and I have them in tiers. So I'm gonna explain what the tier means and then I'm going to go through each one on the list. Now they're still ranked from good to worse, but they're each divided into tiers. Now there's one tier that's not even related on quarterback play. It's related on character because somebody's just completely like they're in a weird spot right now and I don't really know where to place them. So it's just like they're at the end. But um yeah let's get started. So chicken dinner, winner winner, best of the best. The creme de la creme of the crappity crippity clip. So <clears throat> Number one to me, Cam Newton. Sorry. If if you if you think Russell Wilson, yes, maybe. But number two is Russell Wilson, just being very honest. But I'm a Panthers fan, and um, Cam's going to be number one for me. Even though Cam can be a ballsy motherfucker, especially when it comes to running, they're, they're changing up the offense now, you know, because we have a new offensive coordinator. And um, it seems as if he's going to be dropping back in the pocket more and just, you know, passing (laughs) instead of running. Like what didn't happen in the third preseason game where he fell on his neck. And he said it actually hit his eye. I'm like, I don't want anything happening to Cam Newton. That shit's scary as fuck. So, Cam Newton, to me, has the most upside because he's been to the Super Bowl. But this year, the team around him, I really see great things happening. The problem I have, though, that division is the toughest in the entire league. Not just the NFC, not just the AFC. It's the toughest in the league. It's the toughest division to play for in the league. And somebody going to lose, man. Somebody is going to come out with some soot on them, okay? Like, 
you got Drew Brees and the Saints, which that team is that team is stacked still. You have the Atlanta Falcons, which let's be honest, Steve Sarkeesian's version, that's a strong offense. It may not be the Shanahan of old, but it's it's a good offense. And the defense, it's it's one of the more even evenly tempered teams in the NFL. Like their defense seems like it's just as good as their offense, and that's dangerous as fuck. So, you know, it's 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 a little iffy and tricky, but I think as far as pure talent, total talent, Cam Newton. Russell Wilson, number two. Um, Russell Wilson to me doesn't have as good of a team around him right now. Um, I mean, he has, like, number fours and number fives around him. Like, super-duper low, like, depth chart guys around him. Like, he ain't, he ain't looking good for that nigga. That nigga is that nigga struggling right now. Russell Wilson, though, has that great escape ability. It's just like that nigga will get out of any pinch Whatsoever, because he had to. He was behind, like he was. A, he was behind a terrible offensive line. Like, like I was like, when y'all finally gonna spend some money on the damn line? I mean, the whole defense left, so he's gonna have to score more points. <laughs> he's gonna have to score more points. It's definitely, it's definitely an issue. But <clears throat> I will say, Russell Wilson has had more success. He's been to back-to-back Super Bowls. He's won one. You know, he's the only one on this list, I think, that has truly won a Super Bowl. Um, But, yeah. So, number three, Tyrod Taylor. Now, Tyrod Taylor is already dealing with this quarterback battle, you know, with Baker Mayfield. And the Cleveland Browns, they look, they look special to me. I don't know. And Tyrod Taylor is the type of guy that doesn't turn the ball over. He took the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs last year, even though they were like a baby hair away from being mathematically eliminated. Um, They still are like one of the better teams um, to look at. They're, They're more they're they're more fun to look at right now. As far as the Cleveland Browns, I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns. I've been watching Hard Knocks. I just got finished watching the fourth episode, and it's a fun team to look at. Um, I don't know if they're any good, but they're fun to watch. And Tyrod definitely will be part of the things that are right with that team. So, <clears throat> moving on, my eye openers. This is the second tier. It's guys that really piqued my interest, and you know that are either have been playing for a while or have been uh, like shown something that has been very eye-catching to me that I just cannot get over. So, number four, Pat Mahomes, nigga. Pat my motherfucking Mahomes. Like, okay, okay, all right, all right. If anybody has seen that pass, and y'all know what pass I'm talking about, I'm talking about that 70 yarder, man, to to Tyreek Hill. I'm I'm absolutely just I'm still fucked up by it. Like I'm like after I do this podcast, I'm gonna watch that play again because I need to see everything. 
<laughs> like Pat Mahomes has something special and I can't put my finger on it, but he reminds me of two like really crazy gunslinging quarterbacks that are accurate as fuck too. Matthew Stafford and Brett Favre. Like he is like the grimiest version of both. And um, he don't give a fuck. Like he seems like he's a ballsy quarterback, but he's still accurate. So with that being said, it seems like he'll still throw it. He still might throw some picks here and there, but he will throw a lot of touchdowns. And it's the accuracy, like the fact that he threw an accurate pass for 70 yards. Like when I mean 70 yards, it wasn't like, oh, he threw a 30 yard pass and Tyreek Hill ran for 40. No, 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 no. He threw the ball. At the 30, what was, the, what was it, the 25-yard line? So the tw- Something like that. He threw it at the 25, and Tyreek Hill caught the ball at the 5-yard line. And when I mean the 25, I'm talking about the other team's 25-yard line. <laughs> oh, no, their own. I'm sorry, their own 25-yard line, okay? And he threw all the way to the 5. So, yeah. That is something special. I I just I almost can't describe it. Is that dude is gonna be going places? Okay, I'm excited to watch him. I, I want to see every single Kansas City Chiefs game. Okay, that I can possibly see because that shit, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit, <laughs> you know, um. <clears throat> Number five, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has had success before. Now, the problem with this is Dak Prescott, to me, stunk it up last year. Um, and maybe it was because their running game was kind of trash. You know, Zeke was dealing with the whole suspension and off-field issues. and It just completely threw off the mojo of the entire team. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I do feel that uh, Dak Prescott still may have some potential. Um, that first season could be an outlier season. I don't know, but this year we will see. I do think there's a lot of upside. He's a fourth rounder. He already did like way more than everyone expected. Number six, Teddy Bridgewater. Now, Teddy Bridgewater to me, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I actually like his playing style. You know, a lot of people are like, well, we don't really know what Teddy Bridgewater is. From what I see, he's a very accurate passer. Um, He just gets injured, and it sucks because he is franchise material. And coming off the trade today to the New Orleans Saints, like, from from the Jets, oh shit, he's gonna be the future of the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees will retire very soon. Like that motherfucker's old as shit. Okay, he tell he told his rotator cuff and nobody touched him. Like that that's some weird shit. Like I'm, I'm just saying. Like he he just getting old. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater has a lot of upside, and uh, I think that he has potential to take the Saints to two new heights in a different way. Um, yeah, Drew Brees, that's a good person to follow Drew Brees, in my opinion. 
and even with the small sample size that we've seen and the fact that he's been injured, um, I still think that he has a lot of potential. Um, tier three is the unproven tier. These are guys who have shown some or either none as far as like regular season or preseason. You know, they just, they've shown things, but you can't really make a good assumption because their sample size is so small. So they're unproven. Um, so number seven, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson had a really good season last year, but it was a small sample size. You know, he threw a shit ton of touchdowns. He threw some interceptions too, but like that's the thing. He would throw like five interceptions, but he'd throw like five touchdowns. You were like, nigga, <laughs> like it, that's the thing. It's like Deshaun Watson in those games that he was healthy. You were like, damn, okay, this dude's really good. The problem is. Was that a fluke? Was that a fluke? I don't know. I don't know. People think he's the real deal. I'm not sure. We're going to see this year. I kind of do, too. I kind of I, I believe in him. I think he's a good player. Um, but he needs to stay healthy. Number eight, RG3. This is interesting because he's number three on the depth chart. Um, and... <laughs> He's only number three on the depth chart because Lamar Jackson was drafted in the first round. He's number three on the depth chart only by default because you got Joe Flacco who's number one. And people are kind of already like, they're kind of, I think you can tell people are kind of through with him, but he's playing better. Like in the preseason, he got his shit together. It's just a matter of like, you know, they need to get Lamar Jackson and RG3 hasn't played terrible. You know, he 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 seems decent in the preseason. RG3, I think he's going to be pretty much shopping around for another team or he's pretty much auditioning for any any trades. That's what he's doing. Like and it looks like he's he's ready. He's ready. He seems like he's presentable, you know. <laughs> For a new a new team that might need a quarterback soon, that's struggling, you know. Um, I don't know. That's interesting. <clears throat> RG three, he's a different person. He's changed, man. You can tell that nigga. That nigga is not an asshole like he used to be. That nigga is humbled as fuck. Like you went from like just great rookie year to being on the Cleveland Browns 0-16 team. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a real, that's a real problem, though. That That is a real humbling experience. It doesn't matter who you are. You go from, like, you go from 10-6 and 6 your first season to 0-16. <sighs> Bruh. It's real. You humble. By all means. Um, number nine, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I put him below RG3 because Lamar Jackson is just not ready. That, that motherfucker not ready. Okay, Lamar Jackson is like the opposite of Pat Mahomes for me. Pat Mahomes is playing like fucking amazing. It's like, oh my gosh, he sound, he, like he's Hall of Fame talent and shit. Lamar Jackson is playing like... 
damn it i don't want to say this but <laughs> uh no i'm not gonna say what colin cowherd said because that shit was extreme i don't think it's that bad like colin cowherd said he played like tim tebow no that's that that was a stretch <laughs> okay nobody plays that bad okay tim tebow plays so bad it looks like he has a seizure when he throws the ball and that, like it's who throws the ball like that. But I will say Lamar Jackson has a weird release and it, it's not normal. Something wrong with it. Nigga need to go back there and work with a trainer, you know, like what is, what is that? What is that? But, uh, anyway, um, yeah, Lamar Jackson had a decent, third preseason it was okay but he other than that he has been terrible like awful just really bad he's a read option guy you know coming into a pro style you know offense so it's 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 already fucking him up like so he needs like a year he needs a whole like red shirt this nigga like please but yeah yeah, um, as far as, like, what my eyes have gathered, out of all the quarterbacks on this list, he's the worst. Um, but, yeah, number 10. Okay, so number 10 is in the category of on the bubble. On the bubble doesn't necessarily mean talent-wise or record-wise or how your team's going to. No, no, no. This person has had character issues and we just don't know what's going to happen to this nigga. So, <clears throat> Jameis Winston is number 10. Jameis, <sighs> Tampa Bay might not have a good season next year because Jameis is suspended. And the thing is, not many quarterbacks get suspended for off-field issues like that. That's really alarming. And he's supposed to be the face of the franchise. And uh, the face of your franchise just got a suspension because of some shit he did back when he was in college. You know what I'm saying? It just, I don't know. It ain't, you don't know. You don't know. Um, And it seems like sometimes he's losing his locker room. Like, even back last year, it seemed like he was losing pieces of the locker room still. Maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. But that offense is stacked like a motherfucker. You got David and Joku. You know? Like, holy shit. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You got O.J. Howard. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so- I apologize for that. <laughs> David and Joku's Cleveland Browns. I've been watching too much Hard Knocks. O.J. Howard. <clears throat> O.J. Howard. Very promising tight end. But, um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that the black QB index is very diverse and very extensive this year. Um, too many a nigga, I say. Good night. A new nigga. <laughs>